2: Welcome everybody, it is the Donna and Steve Experience, the band is back together.
3: Oh, that old phrase.
2: Ooh, Steve is here, John McClain is here, you're here, thank you.
3: Oh, you the listener. Correct. Right here. Yes. That's right, buddy
2: boo.
3: Just got a note from St. Pete, Florida, saying, oh. hey, you're back on the air today, we listen every day. Shout oh. out to St. Pete.
2: Hi, St. Pete. I have friends who live there. Oh, is that right? Yes. Interesting.
3: Do they own an ice cream truck or an ice cream business um, called Churned?
2: No, but I'm going to tell them about it.
3: Yeah, they came up. These folks came up to us at the state fair a while ago. I remember um, now. Oh, okay. yeah, you remember? Yes. Right?
2: Yes. Anyway. Yes. Ah. I love. Oh my gosh, we missed you so.
3: I was gone for a long time. You
2: really were.
3: Thank you again to Matthew Bellanger, Maddie B. from TV, who filled in so wonderfully. That was great. And then, of course, you all had to shoulder an extra load. So I'm appreciative, uh, aware of that and appreciative of that. I'll, I got to be honest. Well, I can't be honest anymore. Okay. I'm freaking tired right now. Sure. I'm so freaking tired right now. What
2: happened? When did you get in?
3: Um, My plane... <laughs> my plane touched down in Minnesota at 4:55 a.m. <gasps> but the like my okay so my flight took off should i use all minnesota time see if i can do that sure. my flight took off <laughs> at 1:35 a.m. oh wow minnesota time and then touched down at 4:55 uh so it's a red eye. It's a red eye from LA to Minnesota. Usually a red the red eyes that are more traditional are New York to LA, a real coast to coast situation. Whereas to LA, you know, it's only around three hours. And so you don't it's not like you're getting six hours of sleep. It's a uh it's a little abbreviated. And I you know, sometimes you hit the jackpot with your ability to fall asleep on a plane and stay asleep. This was not one of those times. And so, from the moment oh, no. I we touched down, I was like, "Oh no, this isn't good." So, Pappy needs a nappy, and it's going to happen this afternoon. Yeah. I can tell you. But like the coffee that I had, the the adrenaline of seeing my kids, got to hang out with them this morning. All, it, none of it is making me not tired. very tired. <laughs>
2: right? Okay.
3: So one of those just like groggy. So I'll just once I get a nap after the show, I'll, I'll feel like a new. A new man. But it was it was just so great. I just felt so fortunate and so grateful and hashtag blessed uh, to have had that opportunity to be out there. For anyone that doesn't know, shooting a show called Ring Nation, which airs locally on 45 TV 45. on Saturday nights at 930. Um, it's in 72 cities across the country. Many, nice. many places where it airs, you know, five days a week. But we can only squeeze it in one day a week, maybe more, hopefully, in the future. But we wrap production um, a couple days early, actually. I wasn't supposed to be back on the air until Monday. How, but uh, we wrapped a couple of days early, which is great.
2: How many episodes are there? Have you will you have completed when it all post production and everything is done?
3: One hundred and twenty. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's 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 a lot uh, of which I believe I'm in a hundred and sixteen of them. Okay. Um, I believe, and so if I'm doing all the math right, but it was such a feat, and you know, um, once everybody was wrapped yesterday, well, Wanda was wrapped the day before, so we. You know, popped some Veuve Clicquot and celebrated her. I don't who, even know course, what that is.
2: I'm too, a, that's too fancy for me to even it know.
3: Is a fancy champagne that I would never purchase. They got a couple magnums of that. You know, the biggie big bottles. Oh,
2: that's really cool.
3: And so we toasted her as she came off the set. Um, I, it was funny, though, because I, I, I found a, one of the PAs. His name was Sean. And I was like, do you know how to pop a, a champagne? I can't be trusted with this. And he very confident was like, oh, yeah. And then jokingly later, I said, I'm going to need you to saber that son of a gun, you know, just with a a sword. Ching! That's what you can do. You can take it off. And he was like, do you have a saber? He knew how to saber it. And I was like, no, I don't have a saber. It was a joke. When he popped it, though, Wanda did not realize that it was going to make such a loud noise. I think I have it on video somehow where she like ducked so quick because it was a loud bang wow and she was like oh my gosh and then we got to toast to her and i said you know a few words for her and then she spoke to the whole crew and thanked everybody and it was really nice and then yesterday we finished up some other production things um again wanda had wrapped the day before and it was just nice sort of as the day went on sort of saying goodbyes to people because by that point you've done five weeks roughly five weeks of work together um separated by a month we did two weeks and then this Two and a half week stint, but you really do get to know these people, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and you have not met them before. It's kind of like summer camp.
2: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Where I, you, I always imagine that, and I know Dawn could probably relate to this. I always imagine like if you're doing a play, exactly, and it runs for so long, and then you get to know these people so quickly, yes. and so well, and then you have to say goodbye. That's gotta. That's gotta be a little bittersweet, <laughs> I'd imagine.
3: Yeah. The I think the last day of anything is always like. You know, like the last day of school isn't a normal day. The last day of vacation isn't a normal day because everyone knows this is ending. And so you're mentally transitioning a little bit, but it was good. I got to go through and get a lot of pictures with people. And there were so many people on that crew, our floor crew, our our, our staff, everybody, such good attitudes, really professional, just like leaned in and said, I want to do my part to help make this show. A success. And so um it was great. Now I did have a little bit of a fail. Okay. I, I can I live that... for
2: this stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mentioned I that the day before your life is Donna. What? I want I the day before I mentioned I mentioned to you guys yesterday when I called in that Wanda was very generous, gave rap gifts to the whole everybody on the production. And then gave uh, a few of us like an extra of a very generous wrap gift. I got this beautiful watch from her. That's great.
2: really sweet.
3: So my the, the other correspondent and I, Crystal, we sidled off, started looking at each other. We were like, um, she was like, do we need to go out and get of something right now? I said, no, no, no. <laughs> let's not rush this. Right. Let's not rush this. Let's take our time. I said, we, "We let's send her something next week that gets to her at her home. We can send a nice note with it and all that kind of stuff. But then we were like, oh, snap. Are we supposed to do something for the whole crew? Right. Like, how what did, are we supposed to do? Well, here? what did
2: Wanda do? Did she give something to every member of the crew?
3: Yes, Donna. Every like, single,
2: every single person who worked on the show
3: got a TheraGun roller okay, foam okay. roller thing that's Bluetooth enabled and is not cheap.
2: How many people are working on the show?
3: Like I don't if know. You estimate. Thirty-five.
2: Okay. Okay. Wow. So
3: I was like. Mm. So then we started looking at it. So we were like, hey, look, we we have our glam squad, um, our our makeup and hair. They're with us every day. Our wardrobe, they're with us every day. And then we had a a talent PA who is dedicated to Wanda, Crystal, and I. Her name is Imani. We were like, all right, let's give them special gifts. So we just sent them thank you, gave them thank you cards and put 50s in them. We were like, everybody likes money. Here's a $50 bill for you guys. And then my plan was um just to like go out and get ice cream for every everybody let's just celebrate it's just like hey fun there's this spot called pinkberry mm-hmm. it's a froyo place mm-hmm. big in california the greatest frozen yogurt on the planet we'll order this for everybody the audio guy my new best friend wes he and i had been talking about it for two weeks i was telling him how often i was ordering Berry. he was like dude i used to live here at and we need to we need to get this i was like listen buddy i got you i'm gonna get you berry next week Stevie Boy goes to order it toward the end of the day. And some people are starting to leave a little bit, and you're like, oh crap, did I miss the boat here? When do you order ice cream? You need to order it at the right time or else you're gonna hand people little bowls of milk. It's like, you gotta do this right. I go to order 25 Pinkberry frozen yogurt things. Medium, let's get strawberry, fix find the toppings, blah, blah, blah. And it says, this order must be placed at the store. You cannot do it as a delivery option. You oh, cannot wow. do it as a pickup oh. option. You need somebody to go there and order 25 of these. And then I looked down, and then people started coming up to me. They're like, dude, don't even do the Pinkberry. Forget it. It's fine. So I said, guys, <laughs> we had a plan. And I know that Wanda went full-blown. You get a car, you get a car yesterday. But uh, I was going to get us all Pinkberry. And instead, here's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks okay, everyone
2: anyway, I I really think we need to get to the bottom of what protocol is because I do you too. telling the story about Wanda Rocco's yes. like, oh Donna, you know you're the big wig on this show and like here's our presence and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening.
3: Um, I totally stand with Rocco <laughs> hashtag I'm with Rocco.
2: I bought Rocco lunch okay but is it Wanda is it the production company? Making like it's from Wanda? Like, who is is, physically buying these gifts? I mean, obviously her assistant.
3: Probably her assistant. But she is the one who is spearheading the generosity and saying, let's do this. I'll just say anecdotally, I know we're up against the clock here. Anecdotally, I heard people saying, I was like, wow, this is like, everybody's getting these expensive massage things. And they said, this is really generous. Like, we've been on a lot of sets. And this does not always happen. And so anyway, yeah, it we was We need to
2: Google this. We need to get or get some kind of Hollywood person on the
3: phone. I told them, I said, listen, how about this? If I get a season if we get a season two out of this, you know, then I'm gonna step my game up. I'm not gonna go full Sykes. I'm not at Sykes level yet. Let me be clear. Right. But you know, then I have a little forethought into it as well. So all right, we can talk more about it uh, during
2: the show, but we do have to go. But you're gonna come back with some random fun facts. I'm very excited about this.
3: Everybody knows the very first music video to play on MTV. It's kind of classic music trivia. Video killed the radio star Mm -hmm. by the Buggles. Mm -hmm. What was the second video ever played on MTV? Okay, go I back to that time in history. Okay. Uh, we'll get into that when we come back. Sorry we went late. It's the Don and Steve experience on My Talk. Hey, what's up, my friends? It is Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. So I just got back in town from Los Angeles where all the entertainment is happening. I actually had a conversation with somebody about Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. They were like, oh, yeah, I've been on stage there. And then we started talking about Amy Adams. I mean, clearly a, uh, a place that we have here in our own backyard filled with great entertainers. All sorts of things are always going on there. ChanhassenDT.com, uh, put that as one of your favorites. You can always check in and see what's happening, especially with their concert series always rotating. This weekend, Friday and Saturday, I see uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, and other Floydian tales. So you got a great tribute act that's happening. They have wonderful tribute acts that always come through, which means it's songs you know, love, and can sing along to. Footloose is on the main stage right now. Folks are loving that. That's going to be on stage through the first week of February. Not too much more time for you to delay getting your tickets there. Again, DT.com. and Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, dishing out laughs, improv comedy Friday and Saturday night. Tickets only 28 bucks. Hey, My Talkers.
2: Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Show them, Steve.
3: Here comes one of them. <laughs> the very first music video on music television, MTV, the first video ever played was Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. No one talks about the second video. Came on right after. I have two guesses. I'll be amazed if you get this. First of all, do you remember the year? What was it? 82, right? Mm, Are they celebrating 40 that years?
2: Sounds right. Okay. I'm going to say it was Cars by Gary Newman.
3: All right, take one more guess.
2: Pat Benatar, um, well, you're a real tough cookie with a long... Hit me with your best shot, Pat Benatar.
3: Wow. Thank you. It was a Pat Benatar song.
2: Fire and Ice.
3: Also not that one. Shoot. Three-word title of the song.
2: I could see it. I could see her walking.
3: Ooh, interesting uh, choice of words.
2: Oh, okay, okay, run, run.
3: It, that's in there, oh, that's in no, there. No, that's no. one of the three.
2: Don't run, stop running.
3: It's the third word. <laughs> the third word is run. Uh, do, blank, do, blank, do, run. run. I'm Pat Benatar, blank, blank, run.
2: Better not run. Oh, gosh, Dang so close. Dang it, come on! All right, just tell me. It's, you it's
3: better run. By you Pat Benatar. I don't even
2: know that song. What? Yes, I do. That's a great song. Oh, sing I it. want to hear it now. Nope, nope, I can't sing, sing it. it. I sing can't. Sing it. I want to play it instead. You better run. You better hide. You better, um, oh gosh.
3: You better hide. You better
2: hide. You better run.
3: See, guys, this is what you were missing these last couple of weeks. Uh, sort of you go around ratitude. telling
2: lies, now you want to compromise, what you're trying to do to my heart. You better run, you well, better hide, you better leave from my side. Oh, such a great song. Anyway, who cares? Journey. Thank you. That was fun. I'm going to take
3: uh, off. No. I'm Bradley Trainer,
2: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
3: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
0: all
3: of this is Chris
0: Jenner.
1: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, Dottie, you should oh, right. stick around. You should Fine. definitely stick around. All People right. like you. Okay. Matt <laughs> M mm. mm. Matt Groening?
2: I'd say...
3: I don't think it's groaning. I
2: think you have to swallow it. Graining.
3: Matt Green is the uh, creator of The Simpsons. He has a son named Homer, the creator of The Simpsons.
2: Oh.
3: He goes by Will.
2: Cute. And had
3: the name before the cartoon character.
2: I kind of like Homer. I think
3: it's cool. Oh, yeah. Homer's fun. Me like you, Homer.
2: I especially like it for a dog.
3: Yes, Humber, that is a good dog here. name.
2: I love when I hear people calling their dogs at the dog park. You know, it's like, Linda, come over here. Time That's to go. I, yeah, Craig. I know, Hey, so Craig. Weird.
3: Get in the car, Craig. Oh, what Let's a journey. Here. The equal sign was invented by a mathematician in Wales in 1557. Before that, people would actually write out is equal to in their equation. So people would have written five plus seven and then the words is equal to 12. And then this dude was like, what if we did dash, dash? And that, like, he created that. There wasn't a thing. But
2: you know what? Who says that he's allowed to do that? Like, who gave him the okay?
3: I think the people of the 16th century. (laughs) Who evidently did not, you know, stand in his way. What do you think? There was some sort of... Rival campaign. Hey, we think it should be a squiggly. <laughs> Just one See, sideways S.
2: really would have liked the squiggly. A Even squiggly. if it was written out, squiggly. Oh, there we go.
3: <laughs> now, yeah, squigs. Hey, no abbreviating. Write it all out. Squiggly.
2: Shout out to squigs, by the way, our listener.
3: Yeah, what it is, squigs. <laughs> this is an interesting fun fact. Kay. The famous painting of dogs playing poker is actually called A Friend in Need. But it was painted by a guy named Cash Coolidge, epic name, who also created those big cardboard cutouts that you stick your head through Shut in tourist spots. Up, really? Yeah. So the, if you have recently gone to a, an apple orchard and stuck your head in the farmer's cutout, right. the farmer face cutout, you were participating in art inspired by the guy who did the painting of dogs playing poker. That's cool. Don't let anyone tell you you're not culture. Hey, listen.
2: Don't think that everybody who heard this is not going to share that the next That's time. That's one of those.
3: They're not going to do the equal sign thing. That was a No, bull they crap don't care thing. about
2: that. That's like, ugh. But this one, epic.
3: Here's, this is another one that you could share. Guys, if you, you do listen along and, right and you're now. like, what? No, no, no. All right. Vegetables that grow underground like beets, carrots, and potatoes. Oh,
2: do we call those shades?
0: Maybe.
3: Okay. If they grow underground, they should be boiled starting in cold water. Vegetables that grow above the ground, like corn, peas, and greens, should be placed in already boiling water.
2: Shut your face.
3: What's up with that?
2: I never heard that.
3: I bet it has to do with the fact that the vegetables underground, it's cooler down there. And they need to adapt more.
2: If you say so. I don't That's cool. I don't care either, Steve. Steve's so sleep deprived right now.
3: I do feel so tired. I got to shake out of honestly, this.
2: Honestly, I have to tell you, last week, I was so tired one day that yeah. I rolled my car into the guardrail in the parking lot because I thought I had already put it in park. Yeah, true story.
3: My Talk 1071 is a proud media partner of Twin Cities Film Fest. Yeah! Don't miss the final three days of the Twin Cities Film Fest. You got a chance to see Oscar frontrunner Women Talking, a black ballet documentary Lift, The Nature and Nurture Doc Wildcat, and more. All the details, twincitiesfilmfest.org. We are talking with our filmmakers from Project Down and Dirty. They have films in the Film Fest. We'll talk to them next.
2: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071. everything entertainment speaking of entertainment uh we've got Kristen and Justin Schock they are our directors from our movie for Project Down and Dirty uh they are from Above the Line Entertainment they got a couple of short films uh airing during Twin Cities Film Fest and we want to talk to them about it hey guys Hey, Hello, hey. good morning. Good morning.
3: Now, what makes this conversation instantly big <laughs> is that Kristen is here. She's in Minnesota right now. Um, Justin, Mr. Fancy Pants, is in, <laughs> you're in Dallas? Dallas? What
1: do you doing? Is there a conference in Dallas? What's going on Ever in Dallas? heard of it? Yeah, hey. in Dallas. <laughs> Taking some photos for a fancy company. Oh my
3: gosh, oh,
2: that's so awesome,
3: my goodness. Guys. Now, you're going to be back this weekend though, right? Because the uh, you've got stuff that is premiering tonight and then um, another uh, another short over the weekend, right? Give me the lay of the land.
0: Yeah, we have yeah. A, our short film Turning 40 is screening tonight in the 615 short block. You got this, girl. Um, <laughs> and so we have that one screened. Tonight, so Justin will not be back for that one, um, but I will be there, and I highly yeah. encourage anyone who wants to see a bunch of kick-ass women, um, in oh, goodness, uh, awesome women in uh, <laughs> short films um, to come tonight. Okay, can you explain, Kristen, before
2: because uh, I want to know more about the the movie? But what does that mean, like the short block for
0: those of us who are not like
3: yeah, familiar like we with need the
0: lingo, yeah. film fest speak? So it's a combination. Compilation of short films. So your screen, you'll buy a ticket to go see this, you know, the same runtime as a feature length film, but you actually get to see 10 plus short films that are about 10 minutes in length each. Um, So it's a really great way to see a variety of films from different filmmakers um, around the world. And so so short blocks are really fun. They're only 10 minutes. So if you don't like it, the next movie will start shortly.
2: Very cool. And so uh, Turning 40, is this specifically about women who
0: are turning 40? It is about one woman who is about to turn 40, and she may be afraid of this milestone moment. Mm. And so her mother hires an aging guy to help her through this transition <laughs> into the next chapter of her life. Okay. Very All right, fun, Justin. Now it's time
3: fun. for Bro Talk, me and you, man. We, we'd do a chest bump if we were nearby. Um, let's talk Absolutely. about Saturday. Um, and you have a, you have another short that is going to be premiering on saturday tell us about this one
1: yeah it's a heartwarming we like to call it a heartwarming comedy uh, about family uh during the holidays and it's called the family we chose and um it kind of it centers around uh, two people that marry into a family and their relationship uh kind of like the outlaws of the family if you will mm-hmm. uh because for no other reason other than having married into this family, they wouldn't even know each other.
2: Okay. I love that concept. Where do, do you guys just like brainstorm at home and just go, Hey, I have an idea. Let's put pen to paper and make this story. Like where right. do your ideas come from? Do you draw from your own yeah.
0: families? It's a combination. Uh, we, yeah. We, have we draw to have from a, our yeah. own. <laughs> yeah. We draw so, from our
1: own
0: experiences as well as, you know, just sort of, like, observing life around us. And we have a shared Google Doc that we just, like, if we see a nugget of an idea or have a nugget of an idea, we write it down, share it with each other. So we're constantly brainstorming and thinking about, you know, what would make a great story on screen.
3: And how about your feelings going into, um, I guess, the Film Fest in, in general, Saturday night, it's great that you've got two. So, I mean, you guys get to double dip, which is really awesome. Uh, but, like, when you head into it and you're looking around, we went through this at Project Down and Dirty, but that's sort of its own unique beast. You guys have been a part of Twin Cities Film Fest um, before. And so it's, it's not new to you, but as filmmakers, when you watch folks come in that are just there to celebrate and support the arts in the Twin Cities... Does it give you all the warm, fuzzy feelings that I feel like it would?
1: Yeah, without a doubt. 100%. uh, The funny thing about films is that you can't really have a film without an audience. And so uh, filmmakers, it's fun to meet filmmakers and things like that, but it's really a joy to see people who are just coming out to experience film, to see local films, international films, films of all types and uh, sizes and kinds and shapes and forms. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's really, really fun uh, uh, to have people local in the community supporting uh, filmmakers and people who are just out there, you know, making films for a passion almost more than anything else.
2: Can I ask, is there, um, I assume that you guys, you know, were picking part in some of the screenings yourself as fans. Was there a movie that you have seen or that you're looking forward to seeing that you highly recommend other than your own, of course? Yeah.
0: I'm really looking forward to seeing Letters to Bryson, which was directed by Adrian Wilson, so the director from um, Jason Alexis and mm-hmm. Don's film, um, and his film screens tomorrow night.
2: Excellent.
0: And is that a? F- yeah. No, is this a short film as well? His film is about 35 minutes, okay. so it would still be considered a short. Yes. Got it. Got it. Oh, this is so exciting, you guys. Yeah, for any
3: movie lovers out there, you know, and if you weren't able to go to uh, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, which we all just love this year. It's just so much fun. Um, This is a really wonderful event to be able to get back out to and to just see, especially for for the common critique of Hollywood, is always, oh, the movies are all the same. There's nothing new. It's just a rehash storyline. It's another superhero movie. Whatever. If you're one of those folks, and that's fine, even though I did just cynically reference you, you can go to this, and, and I think see some fresh take on art, and knowing that you are supporting um, local filmmakers, who really it, it's a labor of love. What you guys do, I mean, there are for I would imagine most everyone involved in the Twin Cities Film Fest, they got a day job, right? They are paying bills some way, and the 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 side hustle, so to speak, is really where your heart is. That's got to make it just so rewarding for you guys, knowing the behind the scenes. And I've seen the glamorless work that you guys do when we sat in the edit room and watched. We watched Justin essentially turn into a skeleton. His yeah. eyes became hollow. Yeah,
2: he was like a minute <laughs> from a breakdown probably.
3: <laughs> yeah, and we watched it happen. And, uh, and this is what all these filmmakers are doing, but it's got to really make the payoff when you hear the laugh at your joke when you hear the awe at the right moment and know that the the audience is emotionally satisfied when you guys put in all this this labor of love that it really is it's got to feel just so satisfying
0: oh absolutely it is such a it's such an addiction because like you said when you can make an audience audibly emote during yeah. a screening it it is um unmatched in that feeling and so it's also we really enjoy going to film festivals because it's energizing to make the next thing. It's you just want like you want more of that. And so it's like, oh, I want to entertain another audience.
2: well, you guys are so good at it, and we really appreciate everything you've done for us on in our little movie. Um Kristen and Justin Schock, above the line entertainment, make sure you go and see their films. But I have a question for you, especially Kristen, before we uh, set you free, Steve, yeah. maybe you could, as someone who has worked on a TV show before. Maybe you could help Steve with the protocol on wrap rap gifts. You know, when the show wraps.
3: Yeah, at the end, at the end of the season. Because, Kristen, for context, those who don't remember yes. this, Kristen worked on season one of The Office. Never heard of it. And so, like, she yeah. she gets this. Um, yeah, Kristen, what? what is the, how did we do that thing? What is expected?
0: Yeah we are playing it right in terms of like who because I think there is some um hierarchy in in that in terms of Wanda Sykes is maybe more you know financially available to it, to uh treat the entire casting crew I like um, your phrasing there think, that was
1: great you
0: know, <laughs> gifting gifting your your closest uh crew members um at this stage is probably very acceptable
2: Okay. okay, so Steve does not ha- have to feel responsible for giving a gift to
0: anybody, really, right? Other I, than... I don't think so, no. It's, your gift should just come from your heart. Okay, Steve, yeah. do you hear that?
1: So, that, so she's saying, "Do you have enough
3: heart to give people gifts?" Yeah. that's what it all comes down to. You know, here's what I here's where I screwed up yesterday, guys. And uh, welcome in. We're doing shop talk right now, okay? Uh, Kristen and Justin Shock, who have, have spent much time in California, local filmmakers, go see their stuff at the Twin Cities Film Fest this weekend. Um, what I realized was. I rapped yesterday, but then um, the the other correspondent, Crystal Cruz, she still had to do some stuff. So, you know, the the showrunner says, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap for Steve Patterson. Everybody starts clapping. I was like, oh, my gosh, guys, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, you know what? I'm uh, going to wait. We can do our goodbyes and, uh, you know, share some things. uh, Once the whole production is wrapped, I wanted to keep everything moving. But then after the showrunner came out, and uh and he had something to say i was like you know you talking and he was it was beautiful he was in tears at two Aww. different points it was lovely but Aww. then i thought i didn't have my chance to verbally say to the whole group how much how impressed i was by their professionalism so i was trying to do it as best i could one off one off one off afterward but that was the one thing more than the pink berry not getting ordered i felt like oh crap i wanted to talk to the whole crew and just tell them you know how wonderfully They perform. Maybe I should do better at that next time, guys, huh?
2: Just bring a wad of cash.
3: (laughs) I'm Madonna. Novelty $2 bills being given out on your way to the car. That's
2: cute. Yeah, it's Um, fun. Okay, then at at least Steve knows, like, you weren't on the hook for gifting to everybody. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for checking in today. We really appreciate it. We love your work. Can't wait to see it. Oh,
0: Thank you so much, Thank and you I hope so everyone much. gets to
3: the Twin Cities Film Fest. Yeah, everybody go out.
2: Yes, TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Twin Cities
3: and it's happening tonight. Like, boom, you can go tonight and you can watch movies, Showplace Icon in the West End. Uh, we love you guys. We will, we'll get together for uh, dinner with you guys soon enough. Meanwhile, we'll take a commercial break uh, right about now. When we come back, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. I have a question about a, a souvenir store that I went to. When is advertising false advertising? I'll tell mm. you the the scheme they were running, and there's something about Zac Efron that has caught Donna's attention. Oh
2: yeah, wait till you see him. Okay, we'll, we'll discuss.
3: We'll, okay, all right, that's all nice. right. Wow, goodbye. Wow, wow.
2: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got producer Don McLean with us for a little while longer thank you hey don hey don hey hey, Dawn. hey man, hey, man. You,
3: um, out, you over there doing this stuff
1: I sure am just focusing nice. on the show <laughs> <laughs> make you guys make sure make you guys sure get a chance good. to
2: talk to each other and not have me interrupt
3: we're Quality. getting a little tired of talking to each other already though Don. so if you could chime in a little more we need a little salt on the dish yeah. you know what I mean everybody oh, okay
2: all right, no. We're
0: good. Let's do this. Hey, if you see something, <laughs> say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you, you see you, so Time for
1: If You See something, something, say something, something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something.
3: Come on and party tonight. I'm going first. Uh, okay. When does advertising become false advertising?
2: Can you be more specific?
3: I was at a souvenir shop in mm, Hollywood, California.
1: Never heard
3: of it. Right next to what is now the TLC Chinese Theater. This is where the handprints and the footprints are. Mm -hmm. It's, of course, where the Walk of Fame is also, but it's really the handprints. That's That's the next level of stars. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's like maybe, I don't know, 75 or 100 total handprints or footprints. There are like 2,800 stars on the Walk of Fame. Anyway, I digress. What am I, a historian?
2: Hold on. I want to go back to that for a second. Okay. Are they mostly old Hollywood stars? That have the handprints or all sorts of celebrities.
3: I think like Arnold Schwarzenegger has one. Bruce Willis. What do you got to do Sid to get that? Grauman, I think be a real next level celebrity. Now, they're running out of sidewalk space, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you do Chalk there. Chalk in the
2: street? I don't know.
3: Yeah, it just feels sick. Like, right. I don't know. So anyway, right next door is a souvenir shop. Aptly placed. Mm-hmm. And it has a big yellow sign, and it said uh, everything is $10, but then there was another sign that looked very permanent that says, today only $5. And then you go into the store. In order for you to get the $5 option, Uh the today only sale, you have to carry a basket, like the baskets that you get at the dollar <laughs> store. You, sometimes you tar- to
2: carry a basket.
3: I almost declined the basket. I like took bed, it out bath of social pressure.
2: Not Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, where's the place where you get the candles? The, oh,
3: uh, and, uh, and the bed, Bath Body Works.
2: Yes. Like that? Like a little like basket? That. Okay.
3: Yes. And they said, you have to... I, I, I took it only out of social pressure. I was like, I don't need it, but whatever. And then I learned about five minutes into being in there, there was probably the third out of, I don't know, 35 in-store ads that I heard play on these plasma screens that they have all around. Hey, welcome in, blah, blah, blah. You're here on a special day. Today only everything in the store is only $5, normally 10 but that basket in your hand is your coupon. And I was like, okay, whatever. I got the basket, great. I know this for a fact. It's $5 every day. It's $5 every single day. (laughs) The signage looked very permanent to me, saying today only. And there's another place, in in case you're thinking, oh, typical California. When I went went to the Wisconsin Dells last year, there's this place called Top Secret. It's really interesting looking. It's like an upside-down White House. You can't miss it when you're driving down the main drag there. Really interesting, and then it's this cool kind of funky place inside, walk-through exhibit. It also... On a permanent sign, have like a slash, and it's today only, $5 to get in. When is advertising false advertising, or when is it just interesting marketing? I'll hang up and listen.
2: Um, that's a really great question, because I have to think about it. Does the wording still work every day, today only? Like, can we pick that apart and figure out?
3: Legally, le- yes. legalese, probably. yes. Because you could, argue, I guess you could argue. Because every day
2: is today, right?
3: Yes. Live in the present. Yes. these. I'm not even going to hazard a guess as to what tomorrow looks like. Today only. This day that I'm living in,
2: $5. I think that's how they're getting away with it. Because but every wait. day is today.
3: But they say normally $10. Hmm,
2: there is that. Huh. I don't know. So, I first of all, the basket is obviously their way of getting you to throw more things in there.
3: You ain't lying, because then you're like, oh, of course I'll get multiple things. This is where I got my kids souvenirs, too, by the way, and they enjoyed them all. If you get at least six things in your basket, then they give you a free gift on your way out. <laughs> and That was nice, because I got three postcards, three California postcards, oh. and the kids really like those. I don't know, what, guys. Where, I'm just a man of the people. Do, were the things that you
2: were buying, were they worthy of $5? Or do you think they could have been... $10 would have been acceptable as well?
3: You know, a couple of the items, I could have seen them going to $10, but 5 feels about right. What did you, you know, get? These are like tchotchke things. So um, for Adeline, um, I got her a... Uh, oh, my gosh. What's the name of the thingy? And uh, scene one, take oh, one. Oh, yeah,
2: the little board. Yeah. And
3: action clip. And I, was, yeah. it's a dry erase, and she likes to do plays and videos with her friends. And Fun. So I was like, oh, That's fun. great. And then every kid got a keychain as well. So Adeline got, you know, the famous Beverly Hills sign, like the street signs that they have in Beverly Hills? They, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? There's probably an image in your head. Yeah. So I got her that keychain. Lila, I got a glow-in-the-dark Hollywood sign, and then this blingy sort of Hollywood oh, um, keychain and then for gray I got him a surfboard that he can hang on his wall that's a little one that says California and beachy Vibes behind it and then a uh a keychain that has like an Air Jordan like a little Nike shoe on it which I thought was pretty cool and then they all got a little postcard as well now I wanted to get them a sweatshirt and I'm going to but I'm gonna order it from Amazon. Because the ones at this $5 only, they said, hey, and don't forget, shoppers, you're here on a fortunate day. Why? Our <laughs> hoodies that are normally $40 are only $10. Okay. If you, if you pay 40 bucks for these freaking things, which were like sheets with hoods on them, I mean, the fabric <laughs> was horrible. I did not. Then I was like, screw this. I'm going to the next store. I got my tchotchkes here. Going to the next store. The next store over, they had some cool sweatshirts. But guess what? They were between 40 and 70 dollars Pappy's trying to find a better price than that. So I'm going to go and and get him a little something extra. But mm. And then little Debbie got a little baby Groot stuffed animal.
2: Aww. Um,
3: And then a, a race car. With that someone clearly with a label maker printed out Hollywood <laughs> and taped it. You can very clearly see the tape. So oh that one felt okay. like five bucks I was overpaying.
2: Yeah, I don't know how they got away with that. I really don't. But anyway, thanks for asking. Okay, Steve, you're Mr. Bodybuilder. Yes. I would like you to click on the link that I have put in our show grid.
3: Oh, my god. And tell me what you see. Hercules.
2: Yeah. Zac Efron is playing a pro wrestler. Okay. Uh, Kevin Von Eric, I think, is how you say it?
3: yes. Yeah.
2: In the movie The Iron Claw. He is almost unrecognizable.
3: He is jacked up. That is so jacked up. I thought he said he was never... You remember yes. for Baywatch, he was all bummed out. He said, like, I was kind of in the dumps because I had to follow such a strict diet. But I guess this is bulking up and it's a different sort of yeah, diet. He, but he's still got he, abs for days. Oh, though. my
2: God. It's amazing. Well, w- one of the things he said was that he, when he had pushed himself that hard, it wasn't it wasn't healthy because he, there was hardly any, like, he said, any water in his skin. He was just miserable. Right. Yes. Um, He said um, when he went into that depression is when he stopped working out. He's like, I just want to know what it's like to be like. I don't care. I don't want to try to be fit all the time. And that's when he got super depressed because he didn't like feeling like that.
3: Oh, Um,
2: He said for Baywatch, it it felt very fake and looked CGI'd. (laughs) Um, He had to take Lasix, which is a, a diuretic.
1: Uh, to achieve
2: that look, to get rid of all that water. Could he he send me the link to that?
3: (laughs) Because you know I think we should be on a mild laxative.
2: Oh, sure. But it's not a laxative. It's a diuretic. Which helps you to pee
3: a lot. Oh, I I learned that diuretic didn't mean something like diarrhea like a year ago. So I'm still still (laughs) new to the word.
2: I'm still learning. Yeah,
3: guys, let me grow. Is this
2: a safe face or not sometimes it is most i not.
3: am going to take off
2: no stay you've been gone long enough uh Dawn can take off though bye Dawn. Okay, thank bye, you Dawn. so much uh bye. dj bye. rock lobster will have a dirt alert coming right up on my talk